another Sylvester Stallone movie, another terrible gun. This week we watched Tango and Cash. Meet Ray Tango. He likes money. He's a Kong. He's a go. But doesn't bother with cash. Meet Gabe Cash. He won't dance around trouble and doesn't mind stepping on toes. I hate your karate, guys. Two of L.A.'s top rival cops are having a good time staying in rhythm. You know me, huh? Yeah, I hear you're the second best cop in L.A. That's funny. I hear the same thing about you. But they're going to have to work together, even if it kills them. Like now! We'll take it. No. That's one of a kind. Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell. <laughs> Tango and Cash. I guess we want to talk about anything else before we talk about the movie. What's wrong with the gun? <laughs> The one with that really ridiculous scope yeah. thing on it, laser yeah. on it. It looks fucking It looks dumb. ridiculous. <laughs> Even I have to <laughs> say that. Who cares? That's that's the <clears throat> the issue. Did I say it was a big issue? I just said it was a ridiculous dumb gun. It looks really it stupid. It looks stupid. <laughs> but anyway. So anyway, Tango and Cash, guys. What you guys do this week? It's more like that fucking van truck thing. Oh, we'll have. get to that. I've got opinions. On all the tech. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Okay. They're really actually ahead of their time. Because <laughs> in this movie, at least, they um, with the truck, it it's a pretty clear image they have coming through when they're like video conferencing. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Like when they're in the truck thing? Yeah. And they're talking to their... I don't know what that guy's name is. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. The, the guy who made the truck? Yeah. yeah. The nerdy guy? They're talking to him on the video screen. Do you not remember this? I don't even... I don't actually remember that. So they're driving. I just watched it, too. They're driving to the, the barracks or whatever. The quarry. The qu- quarry. I yeah. thought it was an airport. Uh, it was it, an airport. quarry. No, I no. thought it was like a decommissioned... It was a decommissioned, like, army base or something. Yeah. Okay, but that whole... The, when they come drive again, all that is like a quarry. Oh, I know that. Yeah, that's where they practice. That's where the army practices moving, oh. uh, you know, rocks. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> moving rocks around. Yeah. Huh. yeah. You've heard that. Like, get out there and give me 50 tons of stone in the back of that truck. <laughs> yeah. Before we started about, talking about the movie, though, do you guys want to talk about anything else that you saw that was or did that was good? This week? No. All right. No. no. Uh, well. Okay. Pre- oh, sorry. Well, Dustin watched something. I watched lots of things, guys. Uh, I watched Ace in the Hole with Kirk Douglas in 1951. Oh. It's a Billy Wilder movie. Ace in the Hole. I think you'd really like it, John. Yes. It's really cool. It's uh, it's on my it's on my list. Oh, yeah. Of the movies to watch. It's like a journalist who he's like lost all his good jobs in New York so he ends up working at this Albuquerque newspaper and he's trying to find a story to like get him back to the big leagues yeah. and this guy gets like buried in a mine like an old uh, some old like Indian mine shaft thing or whatever so wait wait sorry what is an old Indian mine shaft thing <laughs> I don't know how to explain it it's like some old caves that used to be native dwellings or something and okay. he, and he it collapses and he's trapped in there and uh so this is like going to be the story for him. And so he like kind of arranges 
with everyone to like give him exclusive access to the guy and to the him and the sheriff make a deal and uh he works at a thing where instead of like saving the guy within a couple of days they like do this process that's going to take like a week or more to get the guy out so that the story will have longer to play out and stuff yeah backroom <laughs> deals about a guy in a hole <laughs> sounds right up my alley you'd love it Actually, i probably would love it no it is really good and I also watched Out of the Past with James Mitchum. Franco. No, Mitchum. Cameron. Um, Blast from the Past? James, Actually that, James Mitchum? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum, that's right. I um, love Robert Mitchum. It's a noir from like 47. Uh, it, was really, Robert, it was really good. Robert Mitchum is a badass motherfucker. Yeah, he's great. And... Uh, Kirk Douglas actually ended up being in that one too as like a bad guy, as a villain. Well, he's a villain in the other one too, but... Spartacus? Is, he Kirk, is that Kirk Douglas? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good Out of the Past as well. So old movies. Yeah, I'm in an old movie feeling mood these days. Snow White. Bambi. <laughs> Not what I was thinking, but... Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Did you watch anything? No. No? <laughs> Not really. I've been really busy, but... Uh, no Netflix? No nothing? Netflix, Santa Clarita Diet started. Oh, yeah. Um, Ugly Delicious still. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna watch the home cooking one. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. Cool. You guys want me to keep talking about things I watch? <laughs> no. I think we're good. So, <laughs> why, well, here, if you want to keep talking, why don't you explain the plot of Tango and Cash? This James, 19, James picked it. This 1989 classic. Well, you want me to explain it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me set it up for you. Two rival Paint cops. Are they really rivals? Yeah. East and West. But they don't really know each other, do they? Well, they know each yeah, other through the papers. But have, they, have they ever met before? I don't think so. I'm not sure. It's not actually clear if they've actually met in real life before. You think if a fucking town had like two superhero cops, they would have like met? Two superhero cops they like write newspaper articles about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So two cops um, making all these bus, messing up parrots, uh, parrots. Yeah, parrot, the villain, parrots. Jack Palance. Messing up his uh, organization and... Uh, he hatches uh, a rat maze plan or some shit. <laughs> and Because yeah, uh, do you think he had that whole thing built just so he could explain? Who the fuck builds a rat maze table? Rich motherfuckers, man. Remember, when was that movie? Oh, it was Enter the Dragon. The guy, when you got like, yeah. you got shark pit, fuck you money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy has rat maze, fuck you money. <laughs> so... He hatches this plan where he's going to set him up and then get him into prison and but they and then like kill them in prison but they end up escaping and you know things happen yada 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 and they high five at the end <laughs> I like it when they almost high five and then they don't yeah, not there. They weren't there yet. They weren't there. They're like, "Oh, can I ask you a question? Did you fuck my sister?" <laughs> What were you doing on the couch? Oh my god. <laughs> this is a film. This, uh, so this movie is uh, not the best thing we've seen. No, but you know, it, I mean, it's pretty shitty, but it's pretty fun to watch, I thought, in its own crappy way. Yeah, it's fun. Um, you kind of get overwhelmed with the amount of one-liners. Yeah, but they're not good. Yeah, there's no good ones. There's not a single <laughs> no, good No, but that's what I mean. Movie. You get overwhelmed because... 
it's like they're just talking in one-liners continuously. There's yeah. not actually any dialogue. Somebody, I mean, or mm. I should say somebody, but more like 18 people took a crack at this script and were like, oh man, it's gonna, just gonna be flying. Like the dialogue's just gonna be snappy banter through the whole thing. And there's like not one of the lines lands, really, I don't think, through the whole <laughs> movie. No, I don't. I don't think it does. They're trying real hard and not. Not I'm looking, getting there. I'm looking back yeah. at my notes here, and I want to talk about the evil lair. I want to go back to the mouse mice thing again because I forgot this happened. He kisses those mice a whole mice a whole bunch. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like right up in there. He, he loves those. He loves. Those. And then my, my other question I had when I was thinking of it was like, what was the consultation meeting like when he like went to his contractor and was like, okay, I want you to build a rat maze, and I want it to be really really big. <laughs> and then the guy's like, what was he thinking? Like, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> like, do you fly in a special rat maze guy? For that kind of money, you don't ask questions. You just build your fucking rat maze. I just don't understand Imagine there'd be a bunch of like dead place. mice like somewhere lost yeah. in that huge maze. Like, <laughs> does he didn't eat, make it out the other eat, Does he eat like sandwiches on top of it? Like, so he like... <laughs> Falls in there. There's like, there's like a mill shit everywhere. Well, yeah. I'm sure he has well, people true. to clean that up. He's got people dealing with that. Ugh. You have pool cleaners. You got mouse Quan, maze you cleaners. Quan's getting in there and cleaning it up? I don't think so. I don't even understand Quan and Lopez's roles, really, in this. Like, they're just his lackey guys that he's in business with. But, like, who, like, what, who are they? What does he need them for? They're just there. I thought uh, at the end they were going to kind of turn on him, but they yeah, didn't. No, instead they go out with guns and try to take out Tango and Cash themselves. And they're, and they're just, like, other, like, rich business guys. They're not, like... Yeah. Yeah. And what a waste of James Hong. That guy's awesome. And he just has nothing to do in this sure movie. sure smokes yeah. a cigarette, interestingly. <laughs> I mean, he's always great. And in this, he, there's, like, nothing for him. He's just, just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. We're tired of your games. Yeah, they, like, kind of argue with him throughout the movie. But then that comes to nothing. There's no purpose for that. I don't know. It looks like that compound is just like a giant fun house that he built. Because like with the mirrors, even oh, he's got a mirror. Like it's just oh, he's got like a real Peter Pan complex. You can tell. It's really weird. Oh man, another another mirror sequence at the end of the action movie. Yeah, they were like, yeah, "What are I, we gonna do at the end of this thing?" <laughs> I like how they both came up with different like ways of discovering which. Was yeah, the, yeah. Like oh, it was the ring was on the wrong finger. Oh, the fucking monogram was, was backwards. backwards yeah. Shut up. The monogram was backwards. <laughs> Stallone is a genius in this movie. He notices things. Stallone, okay. Oh, yeah. This is not improving my opinion of Stallone. Oh, isn't it funny he to is, cast him against type he is in, in this? Insufferable. He's insufferable. <laughs> his dumb smirk. He's talking about his stocks. and. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What does margin call mean? Oh, get me on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just they're just you know they're two crazy guys who don't go together. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Kurt Russell's great. He's always great. He's always great. His hair alone is better than Stallone, Stallone in this movie. So his character is supposed to be kind of like based on Riggs's character. Yeah, he's like a Riggs type. Yeah, yeah. Without the suicide, with 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 boots that shoot. Okay, so let's yeah, let's uh, let's just go through some of our favorite action scenes and our favorite scenes in the movie. So we start off with the 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 bust, the the 
I don't know what's that thing supposed to be like a fucking oil where, he, tank. where he stops the tango stops yeah. those guys on the highway in that semi yeah by shooting which is like the, a rip off from um, what is it police oh, police story, story. Yeah. Jackie Chan yeah so there's that and then uh, that seems kind of boring <laughs> but then well that's the way we first see face right because he's the guy that goes flying out of the he's the driving the truck. He busts him in that scene. He flies out oh, of the windshield. Oh, of the, yeah, okay. I didn't even... Of the truck. I'm pretty sure it's him. And then, I'm pretty uh, sure that would kill, kill you. Absolutely. Instead, they just, like, get up, and they're like, oh, man, oh, man, <laughs> man, you got <laughs> me. Not again. And he shoots the gas tank to reveal that there's cocaine in there. Because they're like, oh, you fucking city cop fucking yeah. coming into our territory. Yeah, you slick fuck. <laughs> what do you think, you like, Rambo? Oh, look at that, it's snowing. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah the yeah. Rambo line. Oh man, I bet they thought they were so fucking funny when oh. they wrote that Rambo line. Oh yeah, Rambo's a pussy, <laughs> <laughs> and probably that's probably one of the better lines in the movie, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's saying something. So your introduction to Tango is that he's an insufferable prick. Yeah, um, and then your introduction to Cash is that he's like <laughs> he doesn't so much walk as he like lurches, like <laughs> he bounces, kind of like. Her, I can't, you can't do it on a podcast. He's like a herky-jerky kind of when he's like walking. He's like always walking like really fast and like going from place to place. And he's like a real fun guy. He's like turning around like, oh, where's the pizza? Or, yeah, pizza. pizza. Hey, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's uh, he's supposed to be, uh, he's, he's the opposite. He's loose. He's free. He's loosey-goosey. <laughs> Somebody, he, he, he was not. To, he should have been a little more uh, serious, though, when he noticed his sights were off. In his gun, which like, just sits in a drawer in his office, in his not office, his desk in the middle of like the the pool of all the desks. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but with the real introduction to him is I, that's the introduction. But like the real like when you see who he really is is when he gets attacked by an assassin. Yeah, and then his boots. And he it, uses his boots he uses to shoot his at him to shoot. Comes shoots out the bottom of the heel. And then we get the introduction to his stupid gun. Oh, yeah, and then we get his giant handgun with a huge, just massive fucking laser sight on it that's as big as the gun itself. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you run around with that thing? Where do you hold it? <laughs> you have to have a custom holster. Yeah. Gotta have Which a it never shows him have one. He just keeps yeah, it in his I pocket. Don't I don't really get it. I guess... I mean, they were just like, oh, here's a cool, like, futuristic-looking kind of gun with well, a laser on it. People need to calm down on the future shit. But that takes away well, from, from that. him being like a... An awesome shot, right? Because he yeah, has to use he, a laser. He's not an awesome shot. He needs a giant fucking laser yeah. scope thing. Yeah, it's like if every guy, like, it's like he's the greatest pool player in the world, and he, like, he's about to take a shot, and he always has to have that little extra thing with the little knuckles. Oh, yeah. So he can take a little... It would be pop. it'd be funny if um, the laser fell off, and then he tries to shoot people, and he misses. <laughs> Well, I guess it's supposed to. This is supposed to set up that he Tango's knows. Like, he knows this fucking like Q motherfucker who makes him all this like gadgetry, which I which guess. we don't find out till later. And they should have cut that entire. What? No, then we wouldn't have the awesome truck. Yeah, we don't need it. <laughs> it's one of the only cool things in this movie. It's not. Cool, it doesn't man. make any sense. First of all, they have the resources to have this lab that they do all these experiments yeah, and shit. They're like, working for the police. Like who? Are, what? It was know. cool when you were ten. Yes. It's not cool today. <laughs> It would have been way cooler if they had it just rolled up in like a beat up truck. Right in and tell us if the truck is cool. <laughs> Tango and cash. If they had just like driven up to the final scene in like just a regular truck, a regular car with like, like we're just going to have to take this on full. 
Well, it would have been cooler if, like, I like this. It's kind of fun idea to have, okay, they have a truck with a big fucking chain gun on the side of it or whatever, or like mini gun. But then that whole sequence at the end when they get to the quarry, it's a fun idea. Like, they're monster trucking around. Like, yeah. there's monster trucks chasing them. They got yeah. giant, like, equipment trying to crush them and stuff. But then the way it's shot, it's like, well, I don't even have a clear idea of what's happening. They're just like, you don't really see them utilizing the truck in a cool no, way. Because it, because it, it, they're just driving around and the, I guess they're shooting people. Doesn't really somehow it show it flies in at the beginning. Yeah. They fly through the gate. I don't understand. Like <laughs> you they, get the supercharge, but then I guess that means they were four feet off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it just looks cool. It doesn't make any there. sense. Although I like how for some reason they had to put in the movie, uh, the, you want the good news or the bad news. We're almost out of gas. I don't see what the, purpose of that even saying that oh yeah and he's like the bad news is we're almost at a gas the good news is we're almost at a gas what is that how does that impact what they're doing at all i don't ask dustin i don't know i don't and also how they are already out of fucking gas well they didn't get filled up when they left that guy's place (laughs) they're just like i get the impression that thing takes a lot of gas it's (laughs) not very economical well yeah i assume (laughs) so but then here you go there's this truck it's good for like 15 minutes (laughs) yeah i don't know but yeah, that whole scene at the end, it's kind of pointless, really, other than to show I mean, explosions. It's still, I still think it's kind of fun just because it's so ridiculous and just like a we- it's just a weird idea for like a to stage a climax of an action movie in that kind of setting with all these different machinery. But it's not executed well. Could have been a lot more, I don't know, a lot more fun and cool the way. Well, maybe it was because the director got fired towards the end. Yeah, wasn't there a total of like four directors on this? Yeah. <laughs> was and Stallone it, one of them? It was rewritten yes. a few Not times. Not officially. Yeah, yeah. yeah Stallone also with, did rewrites. What is with these fucking action stars? They're like egomaniacs. Apparently in the 80s, he did it on almost all of his movies. Yeah, well, we know Cobra. He he pretty much directed Cobra. I think Rambo 2 as well, because that had the same director as Cobra and Tombstone, which we learned Kurt Russell actually directed. Yeah, well, because the Tomb... I don't know, I... I, I'll give Kurt Russell a pass. I don't think <laughs> Kurt Russell pushed anybody out. Right? Yeah, Stallone had the original director of this fired because he didn't like how he was lighting him. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What a fucking... Then this... Uh, this uh, uh, whatever, Andre Konchal... Whatever you say his name, Konchalowski or something. He he uh, directed it, most of it, but then before they finished principal photography, they fired him, brought in another guy who did some reshoots. And uh, yeah. and then they had to bring in uh, then, yeah uh, Stuart Baird yeah, who's t- like a editor savior kind of guy like yeah. okay you got to edit this thing make it into something so and then he even had to hire an extra editor to like make it I don't know <laughs> and they just barely made the release so is this no they were a week late oh okay. I can yeah. think of one movie where a person that was in the movie came on halfway through and well other than I guess Tombstone. Uh, and and made a good movie. Hmm. Which one? Uh, what's this called? The Nazi one. The uh, Edward Norton. Oh, American History X. Yeah, well, Edward, uh, Edward Norton took over that movie. Yeah, but like, these are usually just terrible ideas, right? Like, it's usually a terrible idea to give like the directing to like the guy who's upset I guess Stallone about the must lighting. have had it in his contract, right? That he had final say on all kinds of shit back then. 
And these TIFF guys are real prima donnas. But I, but that con, the Konchovalovsky guy who directed the majority of the movie, he said that Stallone was great to work with and nothing but yeah. respectful and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. I've never heard it. That's the first time I've heard yeah. that nice thing. <laughs> well, he doesn't quite have the reputation of a Seagal or anything, but... Yeah. Apparently, uh, Patrick Squeezy was supposed to do Cash's role, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. He did Roadhouse instead. Yeah. Which, yeah. When are we going to do Roadhouse? <laughs> whenever whenever you pick it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, what else are we... Oh, we're, oh we were going to say what was our favorite scene, I guess. Yeah, just scenes that we liked. We're, we're favorite kind of, scene. We kind of pretty much jumped from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie and back and back and back. We haven't talked about the prison sequence in the middle. Uh, yeah, the prison. When they both go to, they're set up and they go to jail. I don't know what my favorite scene would be. I mean, I can pick a lot of really bad scenes. That's fine. <laughs> no, not necessarily your favorite, just one that stands out. Well, I would say the good cop, bad cop is one of the worst good, go- good cop, bad cop scenes oh, I've seen on the, the roof. Requin or whatever. Yeah. Um, they put the grenade in his mouth. Yeah, and then down his pants. Mm. Yeah. It's but just, then the second time it does blow him up? Cause no. Well, oh, at the end, but that's a different end. grenade, yeah. Yeah. I thought it would have been funny if they accidentally killed him. Oh, and yeah. dropped him. Yeah, that's what they should have yeah. done. They should have dropped him. They should have dropped him by accident. <laughs> that's that would have been funny. That would have been funny, and it would have made sense. Yeah. They were like, because like, they this old married couple bickering. If Shane Black had written this, then he would they would have dropped him by accident. If Shane, Shane Black should have just... Go. He should be the one that comes in and rewrites and directs everything when it falls apart. I'm sure he looked at this and was like, ah, I've already written this movie. Yeah. Um, the Also, the shower scene is oh. brutal. <laughs> brutal? Yeah. Just like bad? Bad. Yeah. yeah. It's just bad. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so, Pee-wee. <laughs> Making oh. fun of each other. Yeah, like and he makes a comment about the guns later, the size of the guns. Yeah. The same thing. So this... Uh, at the very beginning, when uh, there's the after the the attempted assassination, I guess is that the guy he like interrogates in the, the bathroom? Asian guy that he like puts the chair on his throat. That looks fucking horrible. Yeah, cops are bad people. <laughs> well, let's not take this as a realistic representation. But on the other hand, <laughs> they are the biggest. They are the biggest gang in the world. Oh, does the FBI consider them a gang on their? Watch list with the IC, what do you call it? Insane Clown Posse? Well, the ICP are the most dangerous gang in the planet. No doubt. <laughs> Jugg- the Juggalos? Yeah, the Dark Carnival. Whew. That's. I wish I didn't know anything about them. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, the Juggalos have kind of fallen out lately, haven't they? Nobody really talks about the Juggalos anymore. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> they still know. do their yearly festival thing, don't they? There was just a story a little while ago about how they, because they were trying to get taken off the, uh, the, the gang list. Did they do like a million juggalo march? Yeah. Did they really? <laughs> I don't know. I think they did some kind of protest thing, yeah. Cool. So do you have a favorite scene then? Mm, not really. <laughs> I have scenes that stand out, like I said. Like the chair scene stands out because it looks like that would be really painful. Yeah. The thing across the throat. Yeah. yeah. Um, the ending scene because it just looks like a cacophony of nothing. Like, it's just like tons of explosions. But it's and like shit there's flying. Nothing coherent about it. Not really. It's just a. It's just a mess. Oh, like, it's like a, I don't know. It's like a fun idea that just doesn't 
play out properly. Everything, in the, and I think that's actually a really good way to put it. The whole, I think the whole movie is a fun idea that just does yeah. not like this movie. Like, are we having fun? Come on, yeah. guys! Like, this is fun. <laughs> this could be a, a not. You don't have to remake it, but you could make this exact movie, and it could be fucking awesome. It could be like a really really great buddy cop, you know, movie. But it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, not with these people. It was just kind of at a time when this was probably played out. This whole shtick of buddy cop stuff, right? We we'd seen a whole bunch of it by then. Not really. I mean, it's eighty nine. Yeah, but you already had like forty eight hours. You already had Midnight Run. You already had Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I don't think it was necessarily played out. I think running that, scared, all this kind of stuff. I think that Sylvester Stallone being in the movie was a really bad decision. I think Kurt Russell can pull it off. Sylvester Stallone. Just he can't do it. He he's he's a terrible actor at this point. I know he's done some good stuff, but he's done know. he's done he's proved that he can act. It's just you know there's a few movies where he's proven that, but you know he's just not he's he's just not that likable usually. He's, in yeah, stuff. he's incredibly. I mean, he's even even for a character that's not supposed to necessarily be likable, he's supposed to be like the yeah he's like the uptight prick guy. Yeah, he's insufferable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense to put him in that role because he's not going to be the fun, freewheeling guy. Why not? I don't know. He's not going to do a better job of that than Kurt Russell. No, he's not. They should have just had a different person other than Sylvester Stallone, I think. James? I think he was attached the whole time. Uh, yeah, I think the only reason it got made because he was attached to it. Yeah. Well, if you were going to remake the movie... Yeah. And you were going to put two different people, contemporary actors in those roles who would you put hmm. uh, the uptight one I'd maybe make Ryan Gosling make him tango oh, well, that's a good one that would like, be good yeah I was thinking of the other Ryan Deadpool Ryan oh yeah Reynolds well no he he should be Cash he should be Cash so it's, it's the, the Ryan Ryans. and Ryan yeah. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan. yeah it should be called Ryan and Ryan <laughs> I like it <laughs> let's make this movie yeah <laughs> we'll get uh, yeah We'll get what's his name to direct it? Gosling, Reynolds, Tango, and Cash. Although it's kind of like uh, uh, the nice guys, yeah, like that yeah. kind of kind of relationship playing off each other. Yeah, except that's like a great film, and this <laughs> is not. <laughs> uh, okay, so a scene that stood out to me: Terry Hatcher <laughs> playing the drums while also being a stripper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that what she was? That's quite the performance. It's like a titty bar, isn't it? Well, it kind of seems like it, except it's supposed to be like maybe a little more classy or high end or something. Like, oh, she's not like getting naked. She's oh, just, so they're not processing. They're just they're like call girls. They're just kind dancing of and then and then playing drums. With yeah, the, which leads into the weird Kurt Russell dressing as a woman and that yeah, like the scene with yeah. the cop. And, I feel like Kurt Russell made sure that that was in the script. Like he's like, no, I'm doing this. There's lots of random weird shit, like. When uh, well, it's just, just like a smashed together movie of yeah, a whole bunch Tango, of different people writing and di- trying to direct this thing into a movie, and it's just like when uh, Stallone goes to the sister's house and they're doing something on the couch. She's massaging because he's got like a no, I know, but like they make it seem yeah. like yeah, it seems like they're having sex, and then Stallone's you know flies oh, off the handle. Oh, it's going on here. <laughs> Which. 
probably one of my favorite lines of the movie is like right in this scene where he uh, tackles the captain through the screen. Yeah. Is this how you screen all your guests? Oh my God. <laughs> it's Ba-boom. so bad. It's so bad. That's okay. That, that wins for my favorite. <laughs> oh man. It's uh, good stuff. No? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny because it's so bad. <laughs> Which it still works on a level that most of them don't, I guess. The other ones are just bad. They're yeah. just straight bad. Yeah. It's like line after line so, after line of terrible, terrible jokes. Yeah. So who would win in a fist fight between these guys? In real life? Real life. Fist fight. <sighs> Probably Stallone. I don't know. That's a hard one. Kurt Russell's quite a bit taller, isn't he? He's taller. Stallone's definitely like more muscular. Yeah, stronger. But he's like know. bodybuilder strong. He's like... Yeah. He's I'd like say Kurt Russell because he's strong. Because he's wiry. He got busted for an, he got he's busted wired. for human growth hormones. Remember? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, like years ago, he was like bringing him from Australia or something. <laughs> I just let him put what he wants in his body. I think Kurt Russell would win. I don't know. And not just because I don't like Stallone, but because I actually think it's because you don't like Stallone. <laughs> I, I feel like Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's not. It's, I feel like Kurt Russell has more genuine. Like, I think he'd be good in a fight. What makes you think that? The way he carries himself? I don't I, know. I think he'd be more like, you know, whoa, I don't want to fight kind of guy where Stallone would yeah, be like, Stallone come, would be on, like come, come on, come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and then Kurt Russell yeah. would knock him out. I don't know if he'd knock him out. Eventually. Because it would have to be. That's the way the fight ends. Oh, okay. In, in my scenario. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jack Blantz, eh? Huh? Okay, now it's a three-way fight. Jack Plant, <laughs> throw Jack Plants in there. Well, I think he'd lose. <laughs> yeah, but what if what if, yeah. what if he, what he like doing? he like teamed up with one of them? What about Brian James? Yeah, I don't know. He looks like he could be tough in a weird way, like a weird, ugly, a dude weird. Tough. <laughs> no, I see. <laughs> he always ugly. plays like henchmen and yeah. stuff in movies, yeah. like dirty cops and stuff like that. Yeah. Fifth Element, he was in. Uh, Striking distance with Bruce Willis. Oh, he's you guys in ever the Fifth Element. Yeah, he's like, he's like a guy who comes to arrest Bruce Willis's character. Oh yeah, point. right. Yeah, he's in it a little bit. Right. Yeah. You used to see him a lot and stuff. But wait, I want to talk about Face a little bit. Okay. Uh, Robert Zadar. He's like, okay, so yeah, Stone busts him at the beginning. And then he's in the jail, like the whole middle part where they're in the prison. Yeah, and he smashes his face against the bars. Yeah, and so then he's trying to get back at him. They have, he had that fist fight on the roof of the jail when it's like monsooning. And then he knocks him into the... It wasn't really a fist fight as it was dragging him with yeah, a chain. Yeah, that's right. He had a chain around his leg. And throwing him around. That guy just looks so fucking weird to me. Like, his, his body is normal, but then his face is so puffy. Yeah. Like, it looks like he had, like, 8,000 Botox injections at the same time or something. Mumps. <laughs> well, when I saw him, I was like, oh, fuck, where do I know this goofy-looking guy from? So is, there uh, a, well, is there a line in the in the prison scene where, like, is it there's, like, a Conan the Barbarian line? Oh, yeah. Is that, like, a dig at Arnold? Yes, I think it's supposed to be, like, a joke. To yeah, it's, like, Arnold. uh... Because like they also talked about making him cash at one point. Yeah. Oh. Which would have been weird. Oh, there is a line where he takes a dig at his ex-wife, Stallone, when he when yeah. he's like, when he he get like a coffee Danish. in Danish. He's like, I hate Danish because he had just divorced Bridget uh, Nielsen or whatever. Class act, <laughs> guys. Class act. Anyway, uh, so 
anyway, I was like, where do I recognize this guy with a huge face from? And I look and he's like, he's in these terrible horror movies called Maniac Cop. There's three of them. Oh, yeah. And he's like this like cop who just goes around. He's a maniac. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a maniac it's, cop. It's pretty solid. He's, he's like a Jason it's type, of, except he's a cop. It's all in the title. He kills people. I was like, oh, that's where I know him. He's got the weirdest. He used to look so weird to me. I don't know why his face looks like <laughs> Poor bastard. I hope he's not listening to this, which I'm sure he's not. I'm just trying to piece together my notes. I'm looking through everything. Is there a Dykes on Bikes reference? Yeah, when Kurt Russell comes out uh, dressed as a woman right, yeah. and gets on the... And they're like, oh, you know, because so, the cop's trying to hit on both of them. Like, know, How about a three-way? Now that I'm looking back at it, there's actually a lot of really good lines in this movie. I might need to change my rating. There's a lot of good lines? Yeah. No, there's not. This Danish line I forgot about. And... <laughs> Which is something, you know, the audience isn't really going to get that, I guess. Unless it's a little Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a cool thing to throw in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that was like the same thing in um, True Lies, where he says the thing about his ex-wife taking the ice cube tray. Oh, yeah. Tom Arnold. It's the same thing. Yeah, it. except that line was funnier in the movie, like in the context of well, the movie. Well, that movie is better. It's a better movie. So, yes. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What else we got to talk about here with this? A little pacing. Pacing is pretty good, I think. Because it's, you know, even though it's not great, <laughs> it, uh, it moves along. Like, there's never really that much. The part, the only part I remember getting bored was when uh, the, you get that scene with Stallone talking to his sister after he comes to the house. And he's like, what are you doing with this guy? Blah, blah, blah. And they trying to dissuade her from doing stuff. With, I, I, I remember at that point just being like, all of a sudden I was like, like, <laughs> okay, yeah. this is starting to. <laughs> I really like the scene though when he, uh, they have that little heart to heart, tango and cash. He's like, you know, I'm going to date your sister. He's like, I don't want you. I don't want her getting a phone call. I don't want you not coming home one day. It's like. Couldn't, I couldn't handle that. Couldn't handle it. Yeah. Get all dramatic. God, man, the, the acting chops. But isn't this movie like so goofy? Like it's it's supposed to be an action movie, but it, it's trying to be funny like almost constantly, and not and not succeeding. But like it just feels like so silly like through the entire thing. It well, never like maybe tries to be serious at any point. Yeah, right? maybe like, that's the what, only moment where they're like, yeah. let's try to be serious here for a second, guys. But maybe this is what happens when you have four directors. Yeah, and Stallone's involved. <laughs> I think he's great. Do you? No. <laughs> okay. We've turned a corner. <laughs> it's going to be all Stallone movies from now on. Cool. Great. I don't think there's much more to say about No, this I don't movie. think so. Really. I, I think Not really. overall, it's a, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's, it's a movie that has parts that... What's, there's another film. Well, we've watched a bunch. But I'd say if you haven't seen it or you, have, or you haven't seen it in a long time... If it's on TV, like it's yeah. it's kind of fun to watch in a like just a vegetating kind yeah. of crappy way. But I compare it in some ways to um, Out for Justice, where I think Out for Justice could have been a really good movie. Yeah, I think this could have been a real fun action movie, but it just suffers from just everything. Everything, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So overall, I, I gave the movie a uh, like a five point two. What, did, what was my final score on this one? You're a five. Five even. Yeah, and I gave it a five too. Yeah, so that puts it at 5.1. Which puts it where? Just above Out for Justice. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
I would, I would say, I'd probably rather watch Out for Justice. But you gave it the exact same score as Out for Justice. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I'd probably will watch Out for Justice. And it looks like it's it's my score that put it over the edge. Hmm. So, oh, this and it was just above it. Yeah. Yeah. At number twenty six. Tango and Cash. There you go. Well, I mean, I don't regret watching it. No, no. Like I said, like while I was watching it, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I probably am never going to watch it again. If yeah. I, yeah. It's, you know, I've, what I've really learned about like these movies is, is people's memories of them are very, I think action movies in particular, more than any other genre of film, people's, people's memories of them are much rosier yeah. than they don't hold up. For the most part, you know, it's, I don't know. That might be true of any genre. Maybe, like, I notice comedies a lot with comedies when you try to go back and watch something you thought was really funny. Yeah, you know, the well, taste. I, our tastes have changed. Our yeah, the way we think about. I think that, but that's society changes. Yeah, for sure. Right. I don't. I mean, there's not so much with action movies. I mean, there are some. I think it's really in bad taste that they that they remade. Uh, What's it called? The we just talked about it. Eli Roth. Oh, Death Wish. Yeah, they remade Death Wish right now. Like I mean, I think it's right. The well, that was a horrible remake. Yeah, I mean, I haven't well, seen if you're it. Gonna, and yet, if you're gonna make a remake a movie like Death Wish in 2018, maybe make it really good. It, well, it needs to be way more grittier. Oh, did you watch it? No. Oh, I'm just going off the trailer. Oh. The trailer, yeah, I mean, it's Eli Roth, so you think you think you'd have to make it violent, but then I don't know. The trailer's like boring as shit, so I don't know. So that's not on our list. But what is on our list is the Exterminator. That's coming up next. Which is the Exterminator. What Dustin's pick. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know anything. I watched about the it. trailer. I was interested. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't watched the trailer. I just know of the movie. I'd never seen it, but uh, I watched the trailer. It has kind of a cult, a bit of a cult status. And, all right, well, let's see if we join that cult next week. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell a friend, uh, rate and review it on iTunes, and uh, reach out on Facebook or Instagram. Um, every time you guys do a review, it really helps and it uh, gets more people to listen. Thanks.